0: Hi, this is the Just Now podcast, where we talk all about the feeling of being alive and the art of living. Just Now is part of Today I Live, a brand founded a few years ago with a quest to help as many people feel alive. To be excited, to get up, to play, learn, explore, move, grow and to connect. To feel alive. That's my purpose. To end my day ...and say, today I lived. I'm Dan Uiterwaal, writer and storyteller... ...and you are listening to the Just Now podcast. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to a new episode. To a new week full of lessons and possibilities and potential... So let's make the most of this week and start out with the very first story I wanted to share with you. And this one is about how we are all connected. It's called, We Are Everything. Why everything we need is already within us. The hail, intensely ticking on the window, served as a reminder for me to be mindful. All around me, the world quickly passed into my rear mirror. I could barely see a thing. The truck in front of me created a cloud of rain, pushed up into the air by its thick back tires. The windscreen wipers were desperately trying to wipe the window clean. It was an unwinnable battle with the hill and the cloud of water. In the midst of all this force and speed, I sat rather peacefully. I gently listened to the soothing sound of the tires roaring on the asphalt, my breath moving in and out of my body in a slow but steady rhythm. And the smooth voice of the audiobook narrator sounded through all of this thunder. My hand rested on the top of the steering wheel, whilst the other laid on my lap. We were all one. All of it at peace. The car, the hill, the truck, the cloud of rain, the flowers on the side of the road, my hands, my body, the narrator, the book, the rider and the passing asphalt underneath the car. Everything moved as it should. Everything was as it should be. Everything was alive and lived, including me. Although I moved at such a high speed, everything felt peaceful. Everything felt calming and serene. All of it had to do with but one thing, I was connected. Part 1 Oneness. We are all one. It's not some cheesy line out of a celebrity charity song for Christmas. It's a profound understanding of the world, a life lesson, maybe one of the hardest to fully understand and grasp, that we are all connected. Not just us living humans, but also nature, objects, ancestors, animals and our actions. They are all connected. When I sat in the car today, driving across my home country, I had a strange revelation. For a moment in time, everything felt at peace. Not just that, but I felt at peace. Unable to understand why until now, we are all connected, and at that moment of peace, I felt that connection. That's why everything felt at peace and this might sound strange to you, and it actually is because I never thought I would realize this connection in my lifetime, but now- now I have. It wasn't a magical moment or anything, so don't believe it is something special. All it was, was a moment of mindfulness. And total presence. In which I was connected with the car, my body, the truck in front of me and the rain. Everything was one because everything worked together. At that moment it wasn't any longer just me driving, it was the car as well. Without the car, I wouldn't be able to be there. It was the rain as well, and the truck driver, with the truck in front of me. Everything worked together, so that I was able to drive behind the truck, and eventually overtake it. Why is this so special? Well, because I always say I am driving, but today I realized it isn't just me who's driving. It's my body moving, my mind making decisions, the car engine transforming fuel into power and the power is making the wheels spin, the road is the surface to which the wheels grip and push the car forward, the rain was the one who made me mindful of this, and therefore too was part of the driving experience. Each one of these components is necessary to have that very experience to be alive. Not even the rain could be subtracted from this very experience, because then it wouldn't be that very experience anymore. It would be some other experience. Now, this is all very spiritual and maybe a bit vague to you. So let me simplify it all. To understand that we are all connected, I want to give you an example of you making your way through a crowd of people. In front of you is a long hallway with a lot of people. You are in a hurry and want to get to the other side of the hallway as quickly as possible. You start to make your way through all the people pushing them aside or dodging them. Now how would you perceive this? How would you describe what is happening? 1 you are making your way to the other side of the hallway or two you and the people around you are making your way to the other side of the hallway i guess that most of you will describe it as the first one that you are making your way to the other side but what about all the people in the hallway with you aren't they stepping aside for you Aren't they allowing you to push them away or trying to make room for you? Aren't they, therefore, helping you make your way to the other side of the hallway as well? Aren't you, therefore, connected with them? This is what I feel is the hardest thing to understand about being connected with the world around us. That we are everything and everyone. Not literally. I am not you and... In that I am not within your body, but I am connected with you through this piece of writing. Through the words I am speaking to you. Therefore, we are connected. But why is this such an amazing thing? Because if we are connected with everything and everyone, we understand everyone and everything. If I am connected with let's say my mother, I can feel her, I am compassionate and can feel what she is feeling, I can feel her happiness or joy or anger and when she is around I can feel her presence. That connection with my mother is the, in this example makes me understand her better. And that understanding results in a natural kindness and compassion towards her. I would never hurt her. This is a logical thing to say because she is my mother. But the same goes for you. I am connected with you and therefore would never hurt you. Because if I hurt you, in some way I hurt myself. By understanding this we can be at peace. By knowing that we are connected with all forms on this earth, including the physical objects that are seemingly lifeless, we can see that if we are not at peace, they are not at peace. If we are not at peace, the things around us will not be at peace as well. Our connection to one another puts us in a seat of responsibility and control, in a sense that We take responsibility for our compassion, kindness and peace and therefore have control over our lives. If we do this, our lives and everything the entire world will be at peace. Part 2. Me and the killer Now, I want to share with you a rather, rather radical example of this with a beautiful take on it. Jesus, as well as the Buddha and other religious figures like Gandhi, all shared with the world an attitude of non-violence, of loving thy neighbour as you love yourself, that you do not hurt anyone, not even your enemies, that you instead love everyone, even your enemies. And this is impossible because you cannot love your enemies because if you love them, they are no longer your enemies. This lesson that many great leaders and religious figures shared has everything to do with connection. In some poor country or suburb, in some wealthy town, there is a boy or a girl who has too little food to get by. He or she is in a desperate need for food, and the only way to get it is through stealing or criminality. In these countries and neighborhoods, criminality is easy to get into, because for these kids it's the only way to survive. That little kid in the suburb starts by robbing and stealing, then threatening people, and eventually he or she is tasked to kill someone for food. He receives a gun from one of the criminals and he or she goes out into the streets and shoots that woman or man. The boy or girl is now a killer. And I have but one question for you. Are you and I responsible for his or her act? Are we responsible for the death of the man or woman? For the boy or girl who is now a killer? We are. We are not directly responsible for the murder of someone, of course. Because we didn't hold the gun in our hands that killed this human being. But we all have a responsibility to help those kids in need. To give them food. Help them out. Do everything we can to better their lives so they don't end up in a criminal group and kill someone. I am just as much the killer as I am the victim or the kid. I am all of them. And therefore I am responsible for doing everything I can to prevent more of this. How can we prevent this? Not just by giving money. We can start by eradicating the seed of violence within ourselves, eradicating the idea of hurting someone or doing so. Now this means that we hold no thoughts of hatred or cruelty towards the convicted, towards murderers or rapers that are in prison. I know how radical this sounds and I am not saying that they should be free, having the chance to inflict even more pain on the world. I am only suggesting and inviting you to be compassionate towards them. These people are just like the kids who grew up in poverty. They had a lack of love and that manifested into hatred, which then turned into violence against others. If we, in our turn, start to punish them in a cruel way, we are no better than they are. If we punish their act of hatred towards a human by being, giving them the death penalty, we are just as much a murderer as they are. And if we lock them away in prison without helping them become loving human beings, we are feeding their hatred. The same goes for war, for rape, for all things that come forth from hate. Hate is not fought with hate. We should, in fact, never fight hate, because fighting is a form of hate we should love those who hate and inflict actions of hatred towards others or the world we should inflict actions of love towards those who hate this is what jesus the buddha gandhi and many others shared with the world that none of the haters should be hated that's why gandhi fasted for days and held thoughts of compassion and love for both the indian people and the British suppressors. He knew that the only true way out of this was with love. Hatred or acts of hate will never be eradicated by force, because we are all connected. We cannot hurt someone or something else without hurting ourselves. The very thought of anger or hatred is in itself unpleasant, and therefore is the very first act of pain that we inflict on ourselves. That is, even before we actually hurt another being. The thought of hurting another is enough to hurt ourselves. We are all responsibility for the poverty of others, for the wars on this planet, for the rapers and killers, for the thieves and dictators. We will never eradicate them from the face of this earth if we have no love and compassion for them Without within our hearts. Many of you will not agree with this, and I might get a lot of blame for this, which is fine. I am not here to convince you of this truth. I'm not here to hurt you or judge you, it's okay to see this differently. I will not hurt you in any way, shape or form, but I will do my very best to prevent myself and you from hurting another being on this planet. That is, both human, animal and others alike. None of these deserve to be hurt. Isn't that what God was speaking about when he said that one day Jesus would return and the kids would be able to play with the lions and snakes on this earth? Isn't it this that he meant, that we should never harm anyone or anything, that peace is the way? Part 3. To live is to connect. We are loving and kind creatures that have a great potential to change the world. That is both for the better and for the worse. We have both sides within us. One to learn from and the other to grow with. To live a loving life and a kind life is to embrace this connectedness between all of us. That I and you are connected through this piece of writing now. To live means to be connected, we cannot live without connection, to be where you are right now means that you are connected to your body and the place you are in. If you are sitting that means at that very moment that in order to live you need to be connected with the chair. If there was no connection there would be nothing, you and I would not exist. It would be nothingness. And it's not even nothingness because saying that there is nothingness means that there should be somethingness in order to make the nothingness exist. And this is something we could never understand with our human brains. But it's the duality and connection of life which is a tough topic to wrap your head around. So give it some thought, most importantly, see that by hurting someone or something outside of you, you are hurting and inflicting pain on yourself. We all have a responsibility to be loving and kind, and that starts with our thoughts, to hold loving thoughts towards ourselves, our lives, the world and others. Those thoughts expand into beautiful actions, actions of love, humanity, kindness, compassion, joy and playfulness. Starred by holding thoughts of connection, of interbeing with others. Hold thoughts of your connection to the world, the connection to your body and mind. We are all one. We are all needed. If one of us would not, have existed on this planet the planet would be out of balance everything is as it should be everything is connected in a profound and intricate network that we will never fully grasp to live is to connect to connect yourself with the world those around you, the things around you and your own thoughts appreciate all of them love all of them love your family and your enemies love those who hurt you love the anger within your brain and love the sadness you feel but also love your happiness and joy love the murderers and dictators love all love and see the peace is the way the peace is life And that to live is to live in a peaceful connection with everything. To end your day and say... Today I lived peacefully. I made the most of it. Thanks for listening. Let's open a discussion about this. Let's help one another. And to do so... Come over to my Instagram that is at today dot i dot lived where we've built a community together all about living a beautiful life or send me an email at dan at today dot com Once more thanks for listening all along. I hope to speak to you in the next one. Remember that today you live. Make the most of it.